not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? Did you see the cast for the new 2021 Resident Evil movie? It's coming out this year? Possibly. Welcome to Raccoon City? Yeah, it says 2021. What? Oh my god, I didn't even realize it was coming out this year. <laughs> now I'm even more pumped for it. That's amazing. Wow. But yes, of course I saw the cast for this. What do you think? Uh, I am super excited to see Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield. I think he makes the perfect younger, like, Resident Evil 1 Chris. Like, in terms of looks and everything. Also, he's he's got, like, the quick-witted humor that Chris kind of has. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm for it. What about, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Avon Jogia? The guy that plays Leon? What do you think about him? He was from Victorious, right? Yes. Yeah, as well as, what was it, Zombieland 2? Oh, yeah, he was Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my biggest complaint with him as Leon is the fact that he doesn't have Leon's hair. Like, I mean, I guess you could have cosplayed it and it might have looked cheesy. I don't know. But Le Leon has to have that signature haircut, all right? Same with my other issue, which is very minor. But uh, the image they showed of Claire, she didn't have a ponytail. And I'm like, this is a staple of the character. Give her a goddamn ponytail. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of feel that. I feel like Avon definitely has that bad boy, badass type of, like, look to him. But I think he would have been better as Carlos, possibly. Yeah, If they you were going to do something that. with him. But technically, Carlos isn't there. I don't, which, I actually, I don't even know how they're doing the timeline of this movie. Because I read that they're combining Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2 together. But before I continue with more of that, uh, hello everyone, thank you for tuning in and listening. We didn't even say hello to you guys. I feel like, uh, you know, just opening the door <laughs> for you, letting you come sit down on the couch and me having a conversation with someone else. That's just rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're here for them, so. That's true. You, you guys support us and we appreciate it. So, we yeah. want to give you the best show. But yeah, welcome back to uh, Tales of Grimm. I don't know how the timeline's gonna be. You, they're kind of combining Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2 together, which in the game series is completely... I want to say it's like less than a year apart time-wise. Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 are happening alongside each other. So while Leon and Claire are dealing with the outbreak and them running around the police station, you have Jill running around actual Raccoon City trying not to get killed by Nemesis. So like, you know, I don't know. Flashbacks? That's what I'm Because also Leon and Claire and even Ada, they're not a part of the the second Resident Evil. The one when they go to like the manor and everything. No, that's the first Resident Evil. Oh, sorry. First Resident Evil is the mansion. That. Second, second one Evil, is... Ada is for sure in Resident Evil 2. That's the one with Leon and Claire. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then the other person I'm pretty excited for is uh, Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. Yeah. Number one. 
Yeah, number one from uh, Umbrella Academy. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited because the photo of him, I was like, okay, you know, I can see it. The only thing he was missing is just you know signature sunglasses, but maybe he wears them at some point. We only saw three set photos, so I'm hoping we at least get to see them like with their iconic looks, you know. And Neil McDonough as William Birkin. Yes, they have the Birkins back in it. There's going to be a young Sherry. But the other most important person is Hannah John Kamen. I'm sorry if I just butchered her name. But she played Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, you know, she's a pretty cool actor that's going to play Jill Valentine. So (laughs) I'm excited for that. I'm definitely excited to see how everything plays out. Because it could be... Like, some flashbacks, it could be, like, just, I honestly don't know. But the cast list is pretty awesome, and, like, there are some things, like you said, with the girl that's playing Claire, she doesn't have the ponytail, but when I first talked to you about it, I'm like, oh yeah, like, that could also be, like, after her hairband gets cut by a zombie or something. (laughs) sure Um, and then the way leon looks but i can still see this being like a badass like movie like i'm excited for it yeah no i i think it's gonna be really good i'm excited for the cast list because they have a really solid cast and even like their costumes look pretty awesome i mean the one thing if they're doing the mansion they didn't give jill her beret but you know maybe she'll have it i don't know that's like a signature look for the first resident evil true yeah but I don't know. I mean, either way, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, I have good feelings. I'm hoping it's going to be a good movie. We'll find out, though. It could be really <laughs> terrible. Because, like, I, I have to say, at least comparing it to the past Resident Evil films, at least they got the cosplay, like, pretty spot on for a lot of their characters. Like, Ada looks like she was, like, straight up pulled right out of the, uh, the game. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Wentworth Miller wasn't a great Chris. Aww. He wasn't. But I like Wentworth Miller. I know, he's a good actor. He just did not fit the Chris role. That's why I'm excited for Robbie Amell. I think Robbie Amell is going <laughs> to kill it as Chris. Yeah, I'm really excited for Robbie Amell being Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really bad to say because not that I have anything against Stephen Amell, but uh, as an actor, not that I know him personally or anything. But I do like Robbie Amell's acting more than Stephen Amell. I think Robbie's a little bit more talented. Especially, uh, he did that show Upload on Amazon Prime. Amazing, if you guys haven't seen it. Well, I feel like Robbie Amell has done a lot more movies as well. Yeah, the babysitter. Like, movies and... <laughs> movies and TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Which, why have we not done a podcast on The Babysitter? That was like... We two- haven't? We haven't. How have we not done that? I know, those are two of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> no, we had to have done nope. a podcast. Never. We don't have a single episode on The Babysitter. Wow. Yep. All right, well, we have another podcast episode then. <laughs> that being said, I want to rewatch them before we do the episode because they're fun. <laughs> yes, I love them. Anyways, let's go back to Resident Evil. Yeah, so... Very big news for Resident Evil. I mean, they released recently a animated four-episode series on Netflix called Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Troy and I watched it a while back ago. We thought we'd kind of talk about this in this episode as well. 
And not just that, but there's also a Resident Evil TV show coming out to Netflix soon. That one I'm less excited for. <laughs> because, I mean, the, the cast list doesn't look as great. It seems like it's not really going to follow the games that much. Like, I know there's an Albert Wesker, but I think that was the only character from the game that they brought in. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, honestly, it just didn't excite me as much as Welcome to Raccoon City. Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, I am super pumped for. Especially after seeing those set photos. But uh, let's talk about that uh, Infinite Darkness story. That we literally watched like over a month ago and that we've been meaning to record a podcast on, but we never got to it for some reason. Never got to it. <laughs> Just like the babysitter. Yeah, so um, tell me, what were your thoughts on Resident Evil Infinite Darkness? Very predictable plot. You can tell who the antagonists are from... Like, the beginning. But I did like the twist for the kind of main protagonist or antagonist that you follow um, that happened to be teammates with Leon at this time. And this is actually set between four and five? Yes. Yeah, so after... Leon saved the president's daughter. But before he meets up with uh, Elena. Well, that's sick. Yeah. Resident Evil 5 is with um, Chris and Shiva. Yeah, but 6 is when the president is technically killed. Yeah. But I did like some of the twists that they gave on some of the antagonists. Uh, mainly the female girl named Shen Mei. She actually has a really good reason for kind of being an antagonist kind of not like she literally kind just wanted terrorist, but not really well yes and no she mainly just wanted to get the chip so everything that the secretary did which the secretary is the main bad guy in this yeah um like any politician <laughs> <laughs> um she basically was just like no like all of this shit that he has done needs to come out in the open. Like, he's been manipulating so many circumstances, hiding so many things. Um, he basically infects this whole platoon and bribes them with medicine. Like, it's crazy what he's done. So, in a way, she's still a good guy. Yeah. And it is kind of sad watching her die, but, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't she get her neck snapped? Yeah, when, yeah when he turns into the evil monster. Because his whole thing is, I want people to suffer the pain that I did. The cause, fear. Because he's the one, he's the captain of the platoon that got infected with the whole virus. And his whole team called the Mad Dogs. Was basically, like... Turned into zombies. No. They all committed suicide was before. Suicide? They all committed suicide God, before. Yeah, because that's one of the things that Claire was tracking down, was they were basically the saviors of this one area, like, where there was war and stuff. Like, war heroes, all of that stuff. And yet all of them are dying one by one, and she's kind of going in like, why? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is actually happening? And she figures out what's happening. Yeah. Kind of wish that 
she had more of like an action role, especially since her and Leon were a pretty good like pair in Resident Evil 2. Wait, who are you talking about? No, yeah, like, Claire and Leon. Claire and Leon, yes. Yes. Did I say Ada or something? Yeah, for a minute I thought you were talking about Ada. And I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> I missed that, my bad. <laughs> but yeah. Which, actually, speaking of Ada, I was shocked she didn't appear in this, because normally Ada always appears where Leon is in a game. Always. Yeah. Shocking. Just like saving his butt at least one time. Yeah. Like, literally in every game. In 2, 4, and 6. <laughs> it's almost like she's a bit obsessed with him. Maybe. But yeah. Uh, I, you know, I have to say, the animation wasn't that bad. I mean, some characters are better than others, but, you know, for the most part, it was pretty well done. In terms of, like, their animated movies... I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Oh, it was definitely enjoyable. But there were a lot of points that I'm just like, okay, this is exactly what's happening. Very Another thing that I did kind of have against it is there are so many flashbacks that are the exact same thing over and over and over again. I'm it's just like, like anime. Anime is better because at least like the what happened in the previous episode is in the beginning first like few minutes of like a new like episode. the new episode but this it's like right in the middle you flash back to the war and it's like the same scene of you know the mad dogs pulling um the one girl's brother out and all of this stuff like <laughs> the same scene and i'm just like Dumb. Can we skip this? Like, it would have gone down, I want to say, by at least 15 minutes. Yeah. If they had just done, like, one, maybe two of those flashbacks. No, that's a fair point. I think one of the things I was most shocked about was the fact that Leon was kind of turning on Claire a little bit at the end. Because, you know, he has the information, and instead of releasing it to Claire, who wanted to make the make it public he was like i gotta sign with the president and then her little comment at the end of the uh that suit doesn't fit you or suit you or something like that i was actually gonna bring this up yeah so in my mind what i viewed during that was claire wanted to basically show what was on the chip so everyone would know everyone would know about these zombies and all of that stuff but Leon thought better of it, not just because of the president, but because he knew that it would cause panic. And that was the whole thing that Jason, Jason wanted, was for everyone to panic and feel that fear. That's true. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let that happen. Like, the president will take care of this. Like, he will twist things in a way that still shows the secretary as a bad guy and manipulating situations, but not bringing up... What actually happened. Not bringing up the zombies. Yeah. Basically. Well, the world kind of knows that that's kind of a thing at this point. It's not like zombies are a mystery, because, I mean, they literally wiped out an entire city <laughs> because of the zombie outbreak. Yeah, but that would... I still get Leon's thinking of not wanting to cause panic like he still wants the secretary to go down like i think the secretary actually dies but his name definitely would be tarnished like no this is the shit that he did yeah 
Like, we as the U.S. are not condoning this. Exactly. Which I do love that at the end the president gave this whole speech. Because he wanted, the uh, secretary wanted to blame it on, like, some other country. I think it was, like, China or something like that. And the president was just, like, didn't really want to do it. And then he had this whole speech planned where he was going to put all the blame on them. Because they were trying to blame, I think, I'm pretty sure it was China for creating this virus. And then, um... Was it China or was it, like, Japan or something? It was one of those. I thought it was China. Yeah, but what I was getting at was his speech at the end where he makes this very passionate speech, you know, addressing the people and how he's there to support them, not tear them down. I thought, you know, that's a great message at the end for being there for other people. Yeah, I definitely did love that speech, too. Especially since, you know, the secretary was trying to get him to turn against this country and he thought about it and basically turned it in a way that was good yeah and was like no like he went with his gut instinct at the end because the whole time he was saying like no i don't think it was this country like we can't press the big red button right now yeah (laughs) because there's no confirmation that they actually let this virus in like, into the White House, which is when we first see Leon and Claire and all of them. All right. I think that being said, we're going to wrap up this week's episode with a little bit of a shorter one. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Let us know which Resident Evil thing you're excited for in the future. And, yeah, let's all get ready to be welcomed into Raccoon City. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.